Welcome to the BSO Podcast, a podcast for young people who desire to achieve self and career mastery. My name is BSO. I will be your mentor, teacher, and leadership coach, and it will be my pleasure to do this journey with you. Hi, 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 hi. Um, welcome to another episode of the show. Um, today I have <laughs> three guests, like I have three of my girls here with me and we're going to have an interesting conversation about this year and next year. So they're going to be telling me what this year has been like for them and they're going to tell me what their expectations are for the new year. I'm pretty excited about this conversation and I hope you are too. So I'm going to call them one after the other and they'll tell us what they think we should know about them. So I'll start with, um, and you see, guess what? <laughs> there are actually two Evelyns on this episode of the show. So I'm going to try to figure out which one is which, but they've told me that I should say Dark Evelyn or the Fair Evelyn guys will have to forgive me but we just have to differentiate them one way or the other so let me start with dark Ev- evelyn dark can you okay. tell us hi so, good evening hi how are you so who is evelyn evelyn falai right yes evelyn falai okay evelyn falai is a girl in her 20s and She's she's a pharmacy student at Olapsian Obanjo University. She's a girl that is determined and always likes to get what she wants to get. And she's also a designer. She's a graphic designer, and she started a design career in 2022. So she's very, very lively and jovial. That's 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 a lot already. <laughs> Are you serious? Okay, so then let me hear what Aisha has to say about herself. Aisha is my chat body. So Aisha, tell me who is Aisha? Good evening, Ma. Um, I don't, I don't know what to say. I want to start, but yeah, I'm a, I'm a lawyer. Um, I got called to the bar. That's uh 2021. So I'm already one year at the bar. I'm in my twenties too. <laughs> in my twenties too. That's I'm twenty-five, so I'm in mid twenties. So I don't know. I'm 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 at that stage that I feel like I'm going through midlife crisis now because it looks like. <laughs> Are you serious? <laughs> it's like the whole thing is shifting back backwards. You know, it used to be thirties, but I feel like I'm at that age. I think wow. I shifted five years backwards. So yeah. Um, Experiencing life, you know, just experiencing the good thing, the good things that life has to offer, and yeah, that's just me basically. Okay, that's, that's some interesting stuff. So, Evelyn, the fair one, tell me, <laughs> who is Evelyn in the? F- <laughs> She's laughing. <laughs> Good evening, Coach. Good evening, Mom. <laughs> Good evening. Good evening. <laughs> okay, so my name is Evelyn in the Freke Aquarius. Well, I like to be okay. referred to as Evelyn in the Freke. 
I'm a content writer. I'm a podcaster. I recently got um. I don't know if I should, I should be saying that here. Or maybe let me just okay. that part. So I'm a content writer. I'm a podcaster. Okay. And um, Evelyn is. I like to say I'm an extrovert and I'm an introvert, depending on the circumstances I find myself. I see. If I'm, if I'm in a place where I feel very relaxed, very welcomed, where the vibe right, okay, I can be an extrovert. But when I'm in a place where so know, I'm not really so who are you, who are you right I'm now? Draw and cook to myself. Right now, yeah, I'm going to bring out the extrovert in me. <laughs> <laughs> so is the extrovert you right brought now. to yes. the show? So, Interesting. I <laughs> yes, it's the extrovert. <laughs> That's the fun okay. part. The introvert part is not really okay. fun. So yeah, I brought the extrovert part of me to this. Um, I love to. I love my personal space a whole lot as much as. I like to have fun too. I love my personal space a lot. I'm that kind of person that I don't mind. I can stay in my room for a whole week and nobody in the house would you'll be asking if I've traveled. I can be like that sometimes because it helps me. It I feel like when I'm like that, I perform at my best. Okay. When I do I'm away from a lot of noise, a lot of you know, all of those distractions, a lot of people and stuff like that. Again, I perform I perform at my best. I don't mm-hmm. have a lot of friends. I can count my friends at the tip of my fingers. They're not up to ten. They're not up to five. That's still a lot. Yeah, and I'm the last one of my family. That's extra good. Um, I'm the last one. Okay. <laughs> of five children. Oh last wow! One, so you know, <laughs> that's a lot of uh, enjoyment for yeah. you. And yeah, basically, in fact, three big brothers. You know, <gasps> wow, yeah, so <laughs> yeah, so yeah, that's that's just me, yeah. So, who's going to? I mean, today we're just going to talk about this year. I mean, this year has been a lot of things to different people. Um, I like to say that, um, 2022 was a case of different strokes for different folks. Some people experienced a lot of highs. Some people had a lot of lows. Some people, I mean, were not into the year at all. Some people gave up on their goals early. Some people pushed through the year. So I want to hear each one of you tell me, so what has 2022 been like for you so who's going to start who's going to start telling us what 2022 has been like or do you want me to name names now okay but i'll go first okay even the fair one <laughs> okay okay so what, what what has 2022 been like for you for me 2022 started out on a rough path it was if I'm going to describe 2022 in one word or in a sentence, I'll say that for me, 2022 was a year of rediscovery okay. of myself. Okay. At the beginning of the year, it felt like everything was going south. It was like mm. everything was 
fighting against me. And at that point, I felt very alone. Okay. It was hard. Mm. I don't like to use the word depression, but mm. I was in that place where mentally, emotionally, psychologically, I was not just myself. It even affected me physically. I lost a lot of weight. January, February, March, April, a little bit of May. It was towards the end of May, I started to gain my balance back. In 2022, I learned how to fight. Okay. I learned how to fight for me. Wow. Yeah, I learned how to fight for me, how to stand for what I want and not let other people's opinion, you know, supersede mine or other people's opinion influence me because when i look back that has been the story it has always been people telling me oh do this do that do this do that do that whenever i want to do my own stuff i'm always seen as oh you're going against or you're being stubborn you're being rebellious you know that kind of stuff but this year i made i made my choice i made my own decision i stood on it and towards the end of the year the results have been amazing. Mm. The results have been amazing. In 2022, I met like some of the most amazing people. People my age, people younger than myself, people that have gone way ahead of me. Mm. I'd like to say, yeah, in 2022, I met Coach DSO. And you, it, it's been an amazing relationship for me, meeting these people it has affected my life in no little way in no little way in 2022 i i i took my writing serious i started writing writing professionally in 2020, okay. 2020 but i was not very serious with it but after that break happened that whole situation from january to um, april may yeah i took my writing very very seriously i got training trainings upon trainings upon trainings you know in 2022 i started my podcast i've been putting it up i want to i want to i want to i want to i never did until august 2022 and you know i made more money this year than (laughs) oh so you made money this year oh wow so let's 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 <laughs> let's hear someone else. Yes, yeah. I made money this year. <laughs> you made money. <laughs> That's interesting, though. So, Aisha, how has twenty twenty two been? What has twenty twenty two been for you? <laughs> what has it been like? Oh Lord, I don't even know where to start. Start from the beginning. Twenty twenty two has been one. <laughs> has been one hell of a ride because. I remember um um twenty twenty one December this time I was like okay I had I really had high hopes for like twenty twenty two that okay it was going to be a good year it was mm-hmm. you know high, high hopes and everything then subsequently fast forward to the end of my NYC uh days because I I served in Ibadan so my plans okay. were okay I would I would stay back and then you know get stay back at where I served and mm-hmm. all that. So 
subsequently my dad started giving me issues oh he must come back and you know traditional not 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 and will count as not and forested he was like oh okay. you must come back home he started you know he, he called them at the workplace and told them they should told them not to retain me because the, the way i said wow. like a family friend so he told them not to retain me i wow. should them um, yeah, that so that I'll be forced to come back to learn. It started giving me issues and everything. So subsequently, I was like, okay, I'm going to stand my ground. I'll stay back. I'll stay back. So, and I got, I, I served there through my uncle because it was my uncle that um, talked to the HOC that they um, allowed me to serve there. So my uncle was like, okay, okay, I should still hang around and see if maybe there's, a, maybe they would, um, they might probably reconsider and employ me and all that. So I was still going around a small business. I started um, selling trips, clothes, doing a lot of business. Three, three, two business. I mean, it was hard, but I was like, okay. I mean, I already made that decision. I wasn't going back on it. I started. Okay. I started with the clothes. Started, um, you know, managing myself and all that. So that was um, okay. That that was from April, April to to. April to I think October, September, okay. September, April to September. Then uh, my other uncle, so it was like okay, he had a friend. It was like he had a friend in um that has a, a law firm that should um join. That should join um the law firm and probably okay. manage there pending the time something comes up. Then that was when I registered okay. for the for this coaching classes and coach me so so okay. i was like okay i mean it's better than, okay, let me start going to the firm i mean it was better okay. than not having a, not having a job half bread is better than none so i mean during those <laughs> right times, it was just me. during that those times it was just me my dad wasn't really he wasn't supporting so it was just me and i'm the first child so you know the pressure that i have oh ah, welcome to the club i, I don't know have, the feeling <laughs> I don't have I don't have an elder one. I mean, my uncles have been wonderful. Yeah. My aunt, so she she supported me like my business. So it was really like it was hard. It was just me starting myself. Thank God I had like good friends because I really have I'm just like I'll say I'm not even friends. I really have like good friends. So it was just me doing all that myself. I just found myself. I don't really have say maybe an elder sibling i can really talk to and all that wow. it was really bad relationship wise i mean i go with people there are people that we had that like had like some talking talking stages but they didn't really manifest because when it gets to it's now that i don't i don't know if it's just a nigerian thing but they made it feel like okay 25 is the new 40 if you are not married <laughs> <laughs> and coming from from where I'm coming from, it just literally looks like my life is not moving. That was part, basically part of the reasons why I didn't want to stay back. Because it wow. literally looks like my life is not moving. Because okay, literally wow. every every time you see, oh, your classmates are getting married. But just notice that mm. it was from my part of the world. Because probably because not as... Because I see my friends, let's say my friends in Lagos or other places. Mm-hmm. It looks like oh, they are moving in their career. Everybody's doing mm-hmm. the ones that live in the country you know the but at my own home hometown and people that my dad is comparing with, with are people that okay they're getting married getting married mm-hmm. getting married not really making much career choices or maybe aspiring much and all that 
so the pressure was wow. there. It was, it was like, oh, my life was stagnant. I wasn't really, I didn't really feel like, okay, anything was really happening life with me and everything. And then subsequently, during that time, my mom was sick. Just so many things, so many, so many things from home, different things from home that a lot, a lot of things from home that, that will make you break down. Like if you are not strong, you would, you break down like mentally, but just, I was just like, okay, I'll put this behind me. I know where I'm going to get to my, one of my uncles I'm very close to, to died. So all these things, it was, the whole thing was just like, uh, I feel, I feel like, in my 25 years in this life, 2022 was like the worst year that I've, no, wow. I mean, was like the years I had, like, no, it was really, really bad. If I, when I was in school, I knew that, okay, next year I was going to a new level or a new semester, or I knew that, okay, mm-hmm. after school, I was going to law school, or I knew after mm-hmm. law school, I was going to service. But like this time around, I, I really didn't know. You what don't know. Next. <laughs> I don't know what. You don't know. <laughs> You don't know what's next, right? When anybody asks me, though, oh, what's your plan? I, I'm like, I, do, I don't want to plan because now I've gotten to the, place, to the stage that I'm scared because I'm like, okay, what if I have this plan and then God is not, God doesn't, God plans it somewhere, somewhere. You know, before I was so certain that, oh, I'm going to 400 level, I'm going to 500 level, I'll be going for service, I'll be going for law school. But now I don't, I don't know. I'm just, go, it's just like I'm on a journey where I don't even know, okay, well, where this is where I'm going to. I don't even know. Wow. If anybody asks me that, oh, 2020, what are your plans? I can't even say, okay, this is because I'm just scared that, oh, what if these things don't happen? What if God just does it the way? What if life happens? Because life happened to me, this 2023. Life happened to me. In, life happened to me that I, I feel like from what I've survived this 2023, I feel like I don't accept some, I don't, I hope nothing worse ever shakes me because if this didn't shake me, I don't know what else, but I hope not to find something that will not shake me. More than this was really, really. My 2022 was just one hell of a ride. I, I can't, I can't even finish if I start talking about that. So yeah, wow. but I'm grateful for life. Um, grateful for good health to an yeah. extent because I had hospital trips too. So I was just not feeling well and everything. But I'm still grateful that I'm still here. You know yeah. that I'm not, not so bad. I'm grateful for life. Yeah, I'm grateful for family members that are still alive. 2022. And who knows? Miracle can still happen. 2022 is not gone yet. We still have, say, three, four days. So. Yes, that was how my 2022 went. Wow. <laughs> what a ride you had. It was one hell of a ride. That evening. Tell us, what has 2022 been like? 2022. 2022 was, okay, at the beginning, January. I, I, I was there at the beginning. At the, I think before the 31st first, there was somebody that called me that was asking me about goals, what I would like to gain a big get by the end of the year. And that time I was just getting introduced to things like that. So I'm like, I don't really know. <laughs> I just know that some things will be done, some things will not be done. So, you know, I can say, you know, we, shall, we shall do something. So, I was not really so sure about maybe setting goals. Some people say all the goals I set, I, I overpassed it. All the goals I set, I didn't pass it. I mean, I, no, I, don't, I don't even really, I didn't do that goal thing like that at the beginning of the year. Then, 
during the year, like January, I graduated from university. So that was like my first course. So that was a good time in a way at the end of January. Then February, resumed school again because I was in another course and it was like kind of, it was not so active because I'm already used to something like that. So it was, let's continue. Then during the during February there was strike and okay God what would I do? <laughs> so I didn't know <laughs> I didn't know what next because uh, other people had already graduated and then maybe they are already waiting for their NYC and looking for job. But me I'm like what would I do? When would they call up the strike? Maybe they call it up the next week or maybe the next. You know when you don't know what what's going mm-hmm. to come. But you know, you have to do something within that time that something doesn't come or something comes. So I was just there. And I, I didn't go to my parents' house because I knew that they, I'll be feeling like I see, you no. Know, I'll be feeling, I don't know if I'll be feeling worse or something, but I didn't just want to go because home was not um, encouraging that, okay, we'll do this or don't do that. So I just stayed on my own. So I was in my own self, doing whatever I wanted to do, but not really accomplishing anything. So it got to a time I was like, I need a job, oh, hey, because strike was not ending, money was mm. not coming. There was no, there was no, like, it was, I, I went up and down looking for a job. I sure did not see any job. One of them are saying that you really call off strike over, push it, you leave us too. Something like that. So then later, later I shall got a job, which was, I think this year I did the, most serious work I had ever done in my life. <laughs> like I spent one and a half months in that place where I worked, and the work was very, very terrible. Serious. I, I when I wake up the next one is like, God, I beg, am I going to this place again? And during that time, I was sure like, okay, let's just do it. Some at least something to keep myself busy and all of that. So after you got to the point, that I was like, I beg. Is I need to face other parts of my life because that that job you you can't accomplish anything more because you come home tired you come home late so it's like even self to cook self is a lot so you just leave the rest and then you can't really do much so I was like this is how I'm going to continue till the strike ends and then it's only money I'll say I've gotten because I can't really point pinpoint what I gained from the place I work maybe just experience of working in a place. And then I started learning graphic design because I was like, okay, this is okay, this is a skill that can help and pay me. And I got the opportunity to learn it. So I started learning, started learning, started learning. And then at first it was like, ah, God, that big. Because it's not so it was not so easy for me to learn it and all of that because I didn't have enough tools and resources. But I because I didn't, and I was still looking for a job. Oh, even that time I was learning that at least a better place that I will not spend all my life and not be able to accomplish anything. So I was just doing all of that, doing all of that. It's, during that time, there was still strike, 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 strike. Still waiting for God, federal government to say yes or no. Do their meetings and come and say yes and no again. So then I met Coach BSO. Was on a WhatsApp group, and then I saw that somebody say do free coaching course. I just, eh, this thing that they are doing, shall let's do. <laughs> <laughs> all these people, like, they'll be saying, go up and down. Let's go on your So I shall wait, I shall attend this call, and then I was um, shaking, I'll be shaking. 
and then uh, shaking i don't shaking like a, <laughs> I because i was just hearing different people saying different things and then the time you got to me to talk I just didn't have any plan for my life, so I almost, you know, I was just saying it. And then at the end of the call, I had to rethink, and I just started thinking in a different way. Like, okay, this is not the end. After, if something happens, we can still find something else to do. It's not like something caught your plan, and then you'd be like, ah, well, let's sit down and forget about the old thing. So I started getting different perspectives about different things. Then I joined LinkedIn. So hi Shad. Yes, ma'am. So what I mean I heard you. I hear you when you say that. And to be honest, I totally understand what you have gone through. <laughs> I mean I'm a first child too so I can understand when your dad insists on things and you know having to fight for your independence because that's what i i see that you have tried to do yeah getting work selling stuff so that you don't have to need your dad and i hear you when you say oh you don't want to make plans because you don't know plans are going to work know if you are going to be i mean if god is going to permit it yeah yeah and you know i think we've had this conversation before at some point so let me let me kind of like um unpack it separately so on the first point of getting independence from your dad you see the truth of the matter is for our parents we will always remain children no matter i mean no matter how old you get your parents will always see yeah. you as a child and they feel responsible for you they feel like they have to take care of you but the only time your parents will let go of that control that they have or that the that response sense of responsibility that they feel over you is when you get get your independence so for instance for me the last time i collected money from my dad that my dad actually spent money on me was my law school fees (laughs) and from the moment i went to serve my dad literally told me he was not going to give me money again you know at at first i thought it was a joke (laughs) but the man did not give me money so I can literally do I can literally from when because when I when I wanted when I wanted to go for service. Oh that 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 oh I forgot that when I wanted to go for service because it feels okay as I went when I was supposed to take a place and then I told him oh this is the price as I then I didn't even know how accommodation was in um Ibadan. And is this is this kind of person that has this mentality that oh to 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 enjoy you have to suffer. Mm-hmm. Because it feels that, oh, they have suffered. So that suffering means, oh, that's a trademark for you enjoying. Like, if you don't suffer in life, if you don't live in penury or... Uh, well, not really penury, but, like, if you don't suffer hardship, mm-hmm. you won't enjoy in life. And I really, So as I, when I asked him that, oh, I, I was going to take a place with my friends for service, uh, a place, and he was like, oh, uh, we want to, I want to go and live the girl life. This is... Uh, like, 
that this place is not, I don't even know how accommodation was, but it wasn't like you couldn't afford it. Because if I knew you couldn't afford it, I wouldn't have asked him. But then that was when the whole issue started. I was like, okay, fine. Is it the house? You shouldn't worry about it. I was going to I was like, okay, I'll sort it out. Then I then subsequently, I was talking to one of my uncle. I was like, oh, then there's this place that I can stay there. And it was like a uh, government um, okay. house that I can stay in the PQ and all that. I was like, ah, thank you very much. I was like, what would I go? You know, okay, I, I forgot to add that my dad, I, he was like, I should go to... It, 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 gave, it gave me another alternative of, of a place where he stayed when he served. At the owner of the house had died. Wow. The children had moved. The, whole, the house was right because he called the person that, oh, can I stay there? The person was like, ah, the house, the other rooms that are unoccupied, that they've, um, they've let it out already. That the only room that is available mm-hmm. is their dad's room. A room that has been locked up for like how many mm-hmm. years? Probably that's one of the last time I was like, <laughs> I was like, I can't, like, hey, God. I was like, what would I do? I, I, I was like, okay, that way God will come true. That was like, Shara talks to my uncle. I was like, ah, that, there's this other place. My uncle Shara called the the, uh, um, the person that was supposed to, like, help me get the place. So that was, I uh, got the, um, the quarters where I stayed for service and all that. When I was going, he didn't give me transport. So I Shara sorted that one out. Me moving for service and all that. And throughout service. Because normally I've always been now, let's say independent, but to an extent, except I really, really need. Because it didn't really provide that environment that, okay, you could ask for things that, because I don't like talk when you ask that, oh, I did this for you. So I, I was, it's only when it's necessary that I ask him for money. So throughout service, I don't think I asked him for anything substantial, except maybe it was really an emergency. So probably that was just maybe one throughout service. Till now, till now. I can relate and you know I've said this before when young people like you and young people generally want to get off their parents apron strings it takes you have to be determined to do it you have to show that you are willing to start taking responsibility for yourself. But not, not all and of them. the best way to show that you're willing to take responsibility for yourself is to take responsibility. Is to take responsibility for yourself. Some don't. Some some parents. So, some parents. Don't 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 do don't. it the right way. Don't. don't do it the right way. I shall <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I feel you. Some parents don't do it the right yes, way. Huh? Right. Some parents carry their the children yeah. along for instance my daughter yes, she's she's in the university and when she was like three years old i opened a bank account for her and i was a signatory to the account so when she turned 18 i went to the bank i'm like okay so can i send transfer this account to her they said yes that once she's 18 she should come to the bank and they will transfer the account long story short the account was transferred to her she came back from school and we went to the bank together and they transferred their account to her. But you know, banks, they're funny. They, they did not do the transitioning properly because sometimes I still get emails on transactions she does on the account. But what, what am I trying to say? So she now had an issue with the account. There was a day I wanted her to go buy something for me. So I sent money to her in that account. She went to use a POS machine. She didn't get the cash, but apparently she had been debited 
but because she did not have um she was not connected to the internet she didn't know and then she was not getting emails yeah. on that account so she didn't know that she had been debited so you know when we got to the bank we the only reason we went to the bank that day was to say she's not getting email alerts on the account so they should rectify it it was when they now rectified she now got all the emails she now found out that she was actually debited for that transaction i told her to go back to the bank she has gone back to school i said go back to the bank and tell them that that money has not been refunded and then she goes there and then the lady tells her oh the money was refunded but before she went i told her i said download your bank statement take your bank statement with you so that they will check and see that you never received that money and that the bank never yes, sent ma'am. the money back to you right so she goes to the bank and then she goes with her bank statements and then she calls me to say oh that the lady she spoke to insisted that the money was paid to her <laughs> and in my head i'm thinking but you had your bank <laughs> statement what did you go there to do with it you should have shown them your bank statement let them show you in your bank statement when the money entered your account at least the bank statement is not your creation you did not generate it it was generated from your account by the bank and the reason why she called me should i tell you why she called me because the day before mm-hmm. when we were talking i said go if you are unable to resolve it call me and i will go to the bank in lagos so when she called me i was livid because i asked her did you insist that they should show you on your bank statement where the money entered your account she said no i said so why are you calling me you can't possibly call me because it appears to me that because i told you that if you cannot resolve it call me i will go to the bank the next day you did not do everything that you could have done what am i trying to teach her i'm trying to teach her independence she should be able to resolve her issues by herself i should only come in where it is extremely unavoidable in other words as in she has done everything she could possibly do and she could not resolve it so now mommy to the rescue so that's why i said some parents my father didn't do that for me my dad just set me free like after law school nothing you're on your own so you take care of yourself my dad didn't do that for me i could have decided that okay because my dad didn't do that for me i will not do the same thing for my daughter but i am changing the narrative because first things and that's what i say all the time you know when they when people uh, older people are making younger people go through stuff they'll say oh you're paying your dues exactly as far as i'm concerned that's that's crap wait calm down it's crap and the reason i say it's crap is because the question i always ask is when you were going through it did you like it exactly god if you did not like it why would you want somebody else to go through it makes absolutely no sense why would you want anyone else to go through it so and that's why it peeves me when young people do not ask for help from older people that are willing to give them help it is ridiculously foolish because asking for that help and getting it saves you a lot 
of things. Do you understand? A lot of people, my generation, and maybe like a generation ahead of me, went through a lot. Their parents raised them really bad. But I can say this, that if they knew better, they probably would do better. Okay? So that is that generation. We, we did not like it. There's nobody. Go and ask that is probably my age or maybe like 10 years older than me that will tell you that, oh, I thoroughly enjoyed, or maybe if you were going to do a percentage, maybe like 20% will tell you that, oh, they like how they were raised. Most of us, all these things that you guys can talk about now, nobody taught us about, talk to us about sex. Nobody talked to us about, about money. Nobody, none of those, we did not have mm. those conversations. No, they, they, those conversations never happened. You understand? Yes, ma'am. So when my dad said, he's not paying anything, give me anything after school. So I, I had to start dealing with the fact that, okay, I'm on my own. <laughs> I have to deal with issues by myself. I have to make my own plans. I have to start planning my life. This is how my life is going to be. This is how I want my life to be. And the more I did things by myself and made decisions by myself and took responsibility for the consequences of the decisions I made, the more my dad released me into the world. My first car, I didn't have, I didn't discuss hmm. it with him. He just saw the <laughs> car. The first time I was going to travel abroad, I told him the night before I was going to travel. <laughs> So it was obvious I was, not, I, I was not asking for his permission. I was just giving him notice. Hmm. Yes. So, but you see, you have to <laughs> be ready for the consequences. And what do I mean by the consequences? You must be ready to, it is not a 50-50 hmm. thing. If you are doing it, you are doing it completely. If you are doing it, that's, doing that's it my plan too. And you are doing it, you cannot do it freestyling. Mm. You cannot do it without a plan. And that takes me to the second leg of the question or the issue that you raised, which is, oh, you don't have any plans. <laughs> Look, life happens. <laughs> life is full of challenges. Life is full of ups and downs. Look at what the two evenings have talked about. Life is full of ups and downs. Life happens you do some things they don't work you try some things you fail at them life happens but it doesn't mean you should not have plans because when you don't have a plan what happens is that every every other person's plan becomes your plan mm, true. every other person's plan becomes your plan but when you have a plan for your life you have where you are going where you are going is clear it's like somebody that is coming to Lagos from Ibadan. The destination is clear. You can go to the garage, board a bus, right? Yes, ma'am. The destination is clear, Lagos. But there can be so many things that will happen on that journey. True. Mm. The tire, the vehicle might have a flat tire. There might be traffic jam on the road. The driver might decide that, okay, because there's traffic jam on the highway, he wants to go and pass, pass some shortcuts. That will not make you 
decide that mm. I'm no longer going to Lagos. It might make the journey longer. It might make it tougher. It might make it more frustrating. It might make it everything you did not plan it to be, but you are not going to change your destination. Will you? No, I will. You are going to Lagos. You are paid the bus driver and he's taking you to Lagos. So that's the way life is. You have to have a plan. You have to have a plan. I went for an event today and um, two things struck me. The person had just written a book. She had just started a women's lifestyle hub. And one of the people that spoke at that event was Mrs. Ibukwa Woshika. And she said that when Mrs. Omobola Johnson was the Minister of Communication and Technology, she didn't want to take the appointment. Hmm. But when she spoke to her friends, her friends told her that she should go and take it. But whenever she has issues, she should come and talk to them. Hmm. That they were not only there to listen to her, to advise her, but they were also there to pray with her and pray for her. So what am I trying to say? You need to have a plan. <laughs> you cannot... You cannot not have a plan because when you have a plan, there will be something for people to work with you on. Yes. Do you understand? I cannot work with you and you say to me, oh, you're just freestyling. Whatever comes is what you're doing. No, actually, the thing is, <laughs> I have a plan, but I don't know. I'm just, I'm scared that it might not work or maybe life. No, see. Everybody's scared that their plans will not work. It's, for example, the incubator. Do you know how scared I was that it will not work? Do you know how scared I was that nobody will sign up? Do you know how scared I was that, oh, people would think I'm joking, that how can you want to have people with you for one year? It's too long. I, have, I had those fears. I thought about it. I was afraid. I so I mean so many things crossed my mind. So many fears. Like if I listened to my fears, I probably would never have met you. Yeah. How about that? So yeah. imagine I listened to my fears. I would never have met you. Yes, you are my friend's niece, but hey, there was no reason for him to talk mm. to you about me or talk to me about you. This was the only reason. The incubator was the only reason he spoke to me about you. So just imagine I gave in to my fears. So you have to identify what you're afraid of. Are you afraid of failing? Are you afraid it won't work? Are you afraid of whatever it is that you're afraid of? Identify it and deal with it. So what was my fear? Will people sign up? That is my fear. Let me start speaking to my friends. So I spoke to your uncle. I spoke to many of my friends. Your uncle was one of the people. Sign somebody up. I have dealt with that fear. So now that I have done it once, do you think I'll be afraid to do it next year? Do you think I will be afraid to do something bigger than this next year? No, because this has given me courage to dream bigger. So... Fear is inevitable, but the question is, what do you do with your fear? Evelyn, so what do you think about what I've said so far? 
So Aisha said she's afraid. She had to get her independence. You started working. You started making money this year. Yes, and I've actually been experiencing this independence. My mommy has started like this year. She said she's doing it small, 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 small. Oh. I'm very sure, but this time next year, like leaving me, leaving me that okay, it's yourself. Buy it yourself. Any small thing I see, like she says, she bought things, she share something like that. Like <laughs> any small thing I see, she's already saying, "Oh, Abi, what's on?" Like <laughs> she's already. I'm very sure by the time next year, she'd have almost um left me alone to pay for all my bills myself <laughs> because she's already doing it. Like she's already saying it. This is about anything I say I want to pay for. She's, she's talking like as if no, like this when you when you are talking to somebody like, eh, okay, be saying what you want to buy, but I'm not the one that is going to sponsor Shebi. So, so it's like she's she's contributing to the she's contributing to the talk, but when no, I, but, I say, uh, but but uh, but you see, that, that something like that. It's good what she's doing to so you. So it's like ha ah, she hmm. has to she has to release you because so if she does not release you okay what happens is that you don't you don't get used to the idea that the world is is a place where people take responsibility there's no free lunch nothing is given to you free yeah there's hmm. no free lunch even in free town there's no free lunch she needs you to start getting comfortable with taking responsibility, taking charge of your life. There's no, there's no time. There's no perfect timing for it because you, you never know when you will need that sense of responsibility and independence, because there'll be times that you need to make decisions on the spot and It'll be ridiculous for you to be picking the phone to call your mom or your dad. You are there, right there, and then you need to make a decision. If you had not been training yourself to make decisions by yourself, it would be difficult for you to do that. It's the same way. If you had not been training yourself to take care of yourself and your needs, it would be difficult for you to take care of yourself when the need arises. So if your mom is beginning to say, Shebotin Shishe, it's because yeah you're working what are you using the money for it's it's a valid question what are you <laughs> using the money for if that money if if she knew that okay of that money right maybe you started buying power power units if you are using a prepaid meter or you decided that okay um in the house i would be buying I don't know whatever water that you drink in the house you start taking responsibility for stuff right it'll be easier for you to sell the idea that you know what mommy i know i'm making money right and you see that i'm trying but you see the big big expenses still help me to manage it until i start making big money but she's obviously not seeing you drop anything hmm. that's why she's saying she bought in she shared so every maybe maybe you're not dropping anything i'll be eyes out <laughs> hey where did she put her eyes that she's not see <laughs> no it doesn't matter her parents are always parents which one are you dropping for yourself 
No, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. The ones I'm dropping for myself, who is supposed to pay for it in the first place? No, wait. Why you say the one you're dropping for yourself? Please tell me ah, what are you no, dropping no, for no, yourself? No, 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 no. I mean, it's not like I'm even dropping anything because no, 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 no. That's not the reason. That's not the reason. In fact, in fact, hard working means is aiding them. In fact, that I know people that are not working, that are working so as not to collect allowance from the house. And this same yeah, people wait, are so the people that wait, are not wait, expected no, no, to drop out. Of money. So what 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 down their game that you're working down, when they cannot? No, let me answer the question. No, let me answer the question. I just heard thank, you say oh, you, you are working thank because you, you so don't want much, to collect allowance. Thank you. Are you living in the house? Because... <laughs> are you living in the same house with them? Because then what? No, 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 no. Don't say not every time. Do you live in their house? No. When you go, do you eat their food? No, not every time. Or you cook your own, as like you buy your own food stuff separate. Hey, I go do you eat your food now. Like, no, I don't. Do use you them. eat their? Food? <laughs> uh-huh. Yes. Do you use, do you use their power? Like, okay, oh, yes, you, no. You don't, do you switch on the lights and the light comes on? No. no. Ah, no, no, no. When you say that, oh, yes, yes, because you don't want to collect allowance, that's why you're working. My question is, but you are enjoying, you are enjoying their <laughs> facility yes. now. You are enjoying the benefit of being their child by just being in their house. You understand? So you cannot possibly say, oh, because you are not collecting money from them. What if you went out to start paying rent by yourself? What if you now started like taking full and complete responsibility for yourself, which is you go out, you rent your own out, you are paying your rent, you are what if you go and do that, like you leave them completely, you don't stay under their roof, you go, go and rent your own house, you start paying your rent by yourself, you start buying power, you start doing all those things. Trust me, your respect is going to go up by 1,000. When you come to their house, they will gladly give you their food. But not that one that you are doing. You, you are not staying alone. You are not paying rent anywhere. You are not buying power anywhere. You are not taking responsibility. For, then you now stay in their house. You are not taking responsibility for anything. And you say that, oh, because... You are not collecting money from them. Who is paying the house rent? Who is paying for power? Who is buying the food stuff that you are eating? Those are the issues now. Those are the issues. So, Aisha, do you want to say something? Or is it Evelyn that wants to say something now? Tell me, what's the defense? I don't, I don't, I don't know because parents, at least to an extent, less, I don't know what the age rate is in, in Nigeria because... And things are not as easy as it used to be in as it used to be for our parents. Let's talk about maybe getting jobs. I know it used to be easier back in the day. You don't really have to know no I don't know. <laughs> it is but now it is harder. Well, because can I, can I bust your bubbles? It's always hard. No, I kid you not. It has always been hard. It's not harder. In fact, you people have it easier. In those days, we used to have to go from office to office, go and be knocking the doors, which our CV printed. 
Now, all you need to do is, okay, maybe some, you see it on LinkedIn or somebody tells you to send an email to somebody and the person calls you, which ooh, there, was not, there was nothing like that. You had to go and pound the streets. When I say pound the streets, walk in the sun, go and be knocking the door, all the offices, please, I'm looking for a job. That was how difficult it was. When I started working, do you know what my salary was? My first salary was 20,000 naira. But judging by how... 20,000 uh, naira. How, like, like judging other than 20,000 naira. It wasn't much. But I, ha I have friends that are lawyers now that are earning that same amount now with the inflation, everything, and all that. I have friends that... If I, I, I have heard that they are bosses... Their bosses should be fired. I I've heard Their bosses. They're 15,000 naira. 15,000, 20,000 naira. And these jobs are 8 to 6 or 8 to at that range and all that. So with the inflation and everything, it feels like for every generation, it keeps not favoring us because like, you will see so many, so many graduates as opposed to how you used to be then. Because as at then, olden days, I think people were getting jobs with like primary school sats, at least reasonable jobs and all that. But now, Steph, even graduates are the ones that are applying for jobs that primary school sats will get and all that. So it's really hard. In fact, as at then, parents, after after uh, university, they leave children, they leave their children to, okay, sort this out because it was still, it needs to be favorable. But now we have parents that will send their children to school, still get them a job, still probably give them a quarters or, uh, or a, a big view or something in their house. And it doesn't mean they are spoiling them because the, the, the rate of for accommodation, settling down, this, this, and everything, is, it's crazy. It looks like it's not favoring us at all. So literally, uh, hey, that's why, that's why, that's why, that's why you cannot eat your cake and have it. If you want to still enjoy the support of your parents in this world, new world of work this new world that we live in in this world that you have just described you have to is a quick proco you have to give so that you can take you cannot be continue to collect 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 from them it's not possible you have to give and take you have to be willing to share the responsibility so if i were you right if i were any one of you i mean it's two options is it that you go all out and say you are independent? Then you don't, you don't uh, lament. There's no need for lamentation. Carry your chorus and be going. If you are not ready to do the independence fully, you want to do fifty percent in, fifty percent out. The fifty percent in means you must take responsibility for something in the house. Oh, That's what it means. But if you want to do full hundred percent out full 100% out, then you cannot complain. You have chosen that part. You deal with it squarely. You say now that things are worse now. Yes, 20,000 Naira now, it cannot be compared to 20,000 Naira then. But I can tell you that 20,000 Naira then was just as bad. Any 20,000 Naira then was just as bad as any 20,000 Naira now. Yes, the value is different, but it was just as bad as any 20,000 Naira then. There were so many things I could not do that my friends that were any more could do. So many things I could not do. I couldn't possibly be doing my hair every week. 
changing my hair every week on the 20,000 naira salary. Remember, my parents were not paying me anything. My father was not giving I could not possibly decide that I was going to go and start living alone on a 20,000 naira salary. So even though my dad was not my exactly my best friend at the time, I was forced to stay in my dad's house. At least that I had a roof over my head and I had food to eat at night. I couldn't do 100% all out at that time because I couldn't afford to do it. By the time I became more comfortable, which was like seven years after, I left the house. I didn't even ask for his permission. I moved out and I went to rent an apartment myself. So what I'm saying to you is you can, only two options available. All out, you take full responsibility. You cannot come back whining, saying, oh, it's tough outside. You chose that part. Stay there. If you want to do 50% in, you take responsibility for something. You can't be eating their food and staying under their roof and just say you'll be collecting money and be spending it on yourself alone. How? How does that work? When I was doing 50% in, do you know what I was doing? My father insisted that I must buy his newspaper. So, <laughs> yes, I was buying his newspapers. My mom was getting a regular allowance from me every month. I was responsible for Sunday lunch. And it was easy for me to do that because how much food was I eating anyways? I was leaving the house very early, coming back late in the night. So usually during the week, I probably would not eat at all. The only time I probably would eat was on Saturday, which was when I did not go to work. So you see, you have to pick the paths you want to follow when you want to do this transition into adulthood. Nobody would tell you which one to, to choose. You have to choose the one that works for you, the one that gets you where you're going faster. Right? For me, when I was just starting, I couldn't do all out. I was earning 20,000 Naira. It was, it would have been foolishness to want to go all out on 20,000 Naira salary. Where will I live? How will I pay the rent? How will I eat? How will I clothe myself? So I knew that on that 20,000, I will not for clothes, shoe, everything as in everything i was going to put on my body from my head to my toe was my responsibility the only thing was that i was living free house and i will eat free food if it's available <laughs> that one is i will not ask for too much i was already working i was huh. earning money and when i became comfortable enough to afford my own place i moved out I moved out and they could not tell me not to move because I, first of all, I was not asking them to come <laughs> and pay my rent. I did not say, Oh, I will take rice from their store or that I'll take yam from their store. I just carried my clothes and I left. Remember it's not my house. So the only thing that belonged to me in the house was my clothes. I put them and I left. What am I saying? Essentially 2022 has been tough. I agree. But what are the lessons? What I say all the time is, whatever you are going through, 
you have to pick the lessons because if you don't pick the lessons from your experience the experience is a waste is a waste and no experience should really be a waste whether good or bad so whether the experience was good whether it was bad what did you learn from it and what do you do with what you learn from it you use it as you are going into your next season the next stage of your life because you have gone through it before there's really nothing new under the sun that same thing you would still encounter it perhaps on a larger scale maybe the the stakes will be higher so maybe the last experience what you were dealing with was a maybe like a fifty thousand naira situation you will move forward you will encounter the same thing but this time it's a two hundred thousand hmm. naira situation but because you have dealt with it when it was just 50k you will know what to do when it becomes a two hundred thousand naira situation that's why whatever your experience is whatever the experience what is the lesson that you are learning from it what's the lesson so bottom line what are the lessons you learned from 2022 as bad as it has been with all these ups and downs you know as you strike whatever the experience you've had in 2022 what are the lessons what are the lessons that you've learned and what part of those lessons can you use in 2023 what part of those lessons can you use in 2023 which of those lessons can you use in 2023 so that's why you'll be able to project okay because i experienced this this is what <laughs> i'm going to do differently next year because you you will know some of the things that happened to you you will know the things that you did or did not do that made them happen to you Yes, some of them, you perhaps don't have to do anything for them to happen. But most of them, you did something or you did not do something. That's why they happened. So now you know the consequence of doing or not doing something. Question is, are you going to play the same lyrics next year? Are you going to dance to the same tune next year? So for me, I learned a lot of lessons this year. Even with the incubator program, I learned a lot a lot of lessons from the registration process to how to how what how people were supposed to register how they were supposed to pay made a lot of mistakes a lot a lot of mistakes am i going to make the same mistakes next year absolutely not did he pay me very well? In fact, he paid me to my bones. <laughs> like foolish mistakes. But am I flogging myself that, oh, that was very stupid? No, I flogged myself when it happened. Ah, ah, you're smarter than that now. Why did you do that? That was the end of it. But yeah. I took the lessons. And those lessons are going to serve me next year to for the program and other things that i'm going to be doing next year so ladies all i'm saying is that 2022 has been an interesting year 2022 has been different things for different people people have lost people i lost two of, two of my classmates this year my friend lost his wife you know so many things that were close to home happened to me this year even if I didn't achieve anything this year, I think the fact that I'm still alive 
is enough for me yeah. to say, you know what? I have done well this year. Right? And when I now think further, after I've thought about, okay, I'm still alive, I'm grateful for life. When I think further, I think about, oh, I have the incubator. I have these amazing human beings that I have the opportunity to impact their lives. I have exactly you know platform that i have created <laughs> that was just a dream for me like a year or two ago but it's now a reality it is real it is it's working so if even if i didn't make all the money that i thought i was going to make all the other things that i did the people i met you guys that i met i probably would never have met you if i didn't do this the people that are working with me, the other coaches, the relationships that I have created, the people that have blessed me in one way or the other. So, yes, 2022 has hurt me in certain ways, but it has also blessed me. And that's how I want you to perceive it. Yes, it's not, it's not all gloom and doom. Hmm? Yes, yes, for people like Evelyn, yes. the Asu Strike, but for a lot of students, the hassle strike was a blessing in disguise because that is where, when all of you discovered all your hidden skills, you went to learn new skills, started making money. Exactly. So it was it was not all gloom and doom. The hassle strike was not all gloom and doom. There was some blessing in it, and it's because you took advantage of the blessing in it it's not everybody that would hmm. have considered the astral strike a blessing because some people did not do anything differently they were just waiting for Asu to call off the strike they didn't learn any new skill they did not become better at whatever skill they had so when you think about it like that you realize that yes there was a strike yes it seemed like it was a waste of time but you kind of like redeemed the time by acquiring new skills skills that are going to serve you for as long as you keep developing and enhancing those skills it is those skills that is helping you to earn money now that's why your mommy is saying she built in she share everything skills that will help you to take care of some things that you probably if you were thinking about them this time last year you probably would have thought how am i going to pay for that how am i going to pay for that how am I going to do that? But now there's something that you can look at and say, okay, if I do maybe like three or four designs, I should be able to pay for that. Correct, Evelyn? Am I right? And then Evelyn, the copy, the content writer, she too, she can sit down somewhere and say, if I get like three or four writing jobs, I should be able to do this. All these things were probably not things you would have thought about last year. Or you would have anticipated or you can you could have even contemplated last year. And for you, Isaac, you started a business. Now you have different sources of income. If you were not pushed to do that, yeah. would you have considered it? Maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. Yeah. So there's always a blessing 
in every situation. There's always a lesson to learn. There's always something that you can take out of it and remember that situation and be like, okay, it was not all doom and gloom. And it is that same lesson that you now take forward. That, okay, I have learned this. How am I going to use this to get where I want to go? But so now tell me, what's the projection for 2023? <laughs> 2023, 60 seconds. Everybody, 60 seconds. You want to do what? Okay. The lineup. Yeah. The lineup I have for 20. I said the lineup I had, I have three, most likely, by God's grace, is uh, to do my master's. To do my master's. Hopefully, the the whole admission and the funds come through. Then, by God's grace, to probably get married if that comes comes in <laughs> then, yes we have a wedding to plan. That, if that comes in because i really don't know who but i hope 2023 is my year yeah, but if not <laughs> but if not then we if not we move to 2024 then probably then most likely by god's grace that comes into then uh, upgrade on my on my career too, which is the master's. So I think the master's is just the upgrade I need career-wise too. So those are the basic two plans I have. I don't know if, if anything else comes into good anything good. Those are, those are fantastic plans. But I can't. I'm taking you up on this on the two plans. <laughs> so Evelyn, 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 the yellow one. So tell us what are the plans for 2022. I mean, 2023, rather. Okay, for 2023, for me, it's just four things. Number one, school. Yeah, number one, school. Number two, my relationship with God and with people. I want to build, like, strengthen what I already have and still connect with more valuable people in 2023. Number three thing I want to do in 2023 is I want to make more money. Yeah, I want to make more money because I want to travel for summer outside of Africa. That's it. And that's a period. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah, school, my relationship with God, with people, and yeah, I want to make more money in 2023. Okay, and then number four, number four, I want to be a blessing to, I want to influence the lives of young people. Yes, young people like myself and those younger than me. I want to be that person that would influence them positively in 2023. Yeah, I want someone to look at me and say, I'm doing this because of Evelyn. Wow. Because I met Evelyn. She wants to make more money. So those are the four things. Yeah. Hey. <laughs> What are the plans? Okay. <laughs> okay, 2023, my plan. First, I want to be a master balancer. <laughs> what does that like, mean? I want to, because I'm going to be in school for the next four years, and I don't have, <laughs> and I don't have plans to drop my career in design. And since after the strike till now, I've been having, um, how do I call it, shares here and there that I'm not able to balance both. So in 2023, I want to have, a plan to balance it that will excel in school and still be able to master my 
career in design. And I also want to, in, I, by this time 2023, I want to have impacted 20 girls, 20 girls because I do outreach secondary school and most of the outreach I do have not been um, particular about having testimonials from social girls that this is what I could do because of what I heard from Evelyn and that. So by 2023, I want to have at least 20 girls say this is how their career have been improved because of what I came to say to them and that. And I also want to have, I want to make money too because money is very important. <laughs> and I, <laughs> I want to buy, I want to balance my relationship with God so I don't want my relationship with God to lack because I don't have time to do things of God. So that's my plan that I'm looking forward to. Although there are other secondary plans, but that's like, it. Those are the primary plans, eh? Yes. Aisha, so you don't want to make money next year. Aisha didn't say she wants to make money. Now. Everything is money. <laughs> <laughs> Everything is money now. So I'll make a lot of money. Oh, and I forgot to add the other part that the other Evelyn added. I want to travel. I don't know, on vacation, you know? I just want to enjoy the good things of life because this life is just too short. So if we don't chop life, what's with all the work that we are doing? <laughs> I don't understand it though. You people please chop life or so no, I mean in the final analysis, I mean what I would say is to be honest as much as you can enjoy your life and it's like something that i heard today please work hard but i think you should play harder in other words play find time to have fun and make sure that you have more fun than work so yes work hard work smart put yourself throw yourself at the work but have fun it's like what Aisha said, life is too short. It's, it, I mean, you are, we are here today, we're gone tomorrow. And you know, I think what makes it more important for us to enjoy our life is that we don't know how much time we really have. Yes, everybody prays to be here for a long time. And I pray that we are here for a long time, but you don't know that you have a long time. So you have to maximize the time that you have. And maximizing the time for me means that you do everything that you're supposed to do and have fun. Thank you for joining me on this episode of the BSO podcast. I hope you found Thought Shed helpful. Make sure you subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode. If you loved the show, please leave a rating so that I can continue to bring you more insightful episodes. You can also follow me on social media at Coach BSO. Until I come back in a fortnight, remember to lead, excel, be accountable, and stay determined.